What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast of the horror movie Midsommar and the movie Tolkien. But first, let's talk about Midsommar starring Florence Pugh. Here's a quick synopsis for Midsommar. Danny is going through a personal tragedy when her boyfriend Christian invites her to Sweden for a college trip to a Midsummer festival at a commune and things don't quite go as planned. I'll start by saying that Midsommar is one of the strangest horror movies I've ever seen and it's not for everyone. But I think what it is, is actually really special and unique. And I liked a lot of things about this movie. But first, and the most definitive thing I liked about this movie is Florence Pugh. She gives one of the best performances of 2019, and she does a lot of it just with her facial expressions about what's going on. She's not a character that has a lot of dialogue, but she is the definitive lead of this movie and the most interesting thing about this movie. I find what's fascinating is that the other horror movie I love this year, Us, had Lupita Nyong'o in her performance is a lot of dialogue. She has to talk a lot, and then and Florence Pugh in Midsommar, she doesn't talk a lot. She's just there to witness the strangest things happening. They are both two of the best performances of the year. Florence Pugh in this, Midsommar, and Lupita Nyong'o in Us. And horror movies need to start being recognized by the Oscars. Both of these performances, Florence Pugh was great in Little Women, and I'll get to that next week. But her performance is this, is delightful. I mean, you see her character go through a lot from the beginning of the movie, and it just builds and builds and builds until the end of the movie, she releases all of her feelings about all the bad things that have happened to her in the movie. By the end, she makes the wait worth it. She makes the way for how her character is going to react to all these things worth it in the end, in the best way possible. Then you have her boyfriend played by Jack Rayner, Christian. Christian, to me, is the most complicated movie character of 2019. He's not an all-around despicable human being, but he does enough despicable things where you're diff. Definitely, he's the antagonist of this movie, as Danny is the protagonist. Her boyfriend, Christian, is definitely the antagonist. But what's interesting is, he doesn't quite know what he's doing is wrong. Like, he's not a bad guy in that sense of, he doesn't know what he's doing is wrong. Like, there's a part in this movie where he wants to steal his college thesis of his best friend. And he just tells him, I'm going to do a thesis on this place too. And his friend gets mad. He doesn't understand, he's basically stealing his friend's idea. He's just kind of clueless towards other people's emotions. Like, I think he's a clueless, not-so-smart character. He thinks he's smart. He thinks he's there for her. He thinks he's being there for her just by inviting her to Sweden. He thinks that's enough. Like, he thinks he's enough of a good guy to do enough bad things where he still thinks he's a good guy. And I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a definitive moment where he does an all-about terrible thing to Danny and you're like okay he's finally done something despicable that he knows is despicable but a lot through this movie he doesn't quite understand how awful of a human being he is being to Danny and to his friends at times like he invites her to Sweden thinking she's gonna say no and then he's confused when she says yes like he's just reacting to everything he's not planning ahead for anything he's not sensitive he's not there for her he's just reacting to her suffering like he's not there for her 
but he's not an all-around despicable human. Now I want to talk about the writer and director of Midsommar, Ari Aster. He also directed and wrote the horror movie Hereditary starring Tony Collette. He is probably, with Jordan Peele, the best director of the horror genres got going right now. I mean, the two of them are really dominant. Jordan Peele has Get Out and Us. Ari Aster has Hereditary and Midsommar. They are the best directors of the horror genre. And I just think he's a brilliant writer-director who created the most bizarre horror film I've ever seen. The movie feels like a modern-day folktale. I think the film is about the end of relationships and dealing with tragedy and using extreme elements of the horror genre to put relatable elements on screen. For instance, there's another couple on the commune besides Danny and Christian who are, while Danny and Christian are on the rocks, this couple is thriving, they are engaged. Like that, that's so relatable that when you're in a bad relationship, that when you see somebody in a good relationship, it just makes it so obvious that yours is really poor. Like, Danny is seeing the perfect relationship next to her pitiful relationship at the end of it. Like, seeing the end of a relationship and the beginning of one that's thriving. I think that's the signifier that their relationship is ultimately going to end and probably not in a good way because it's a horror movie. Also, I want to talk about Will Poulter who is in this movie. He is fantastic in this movie. He is basically playing a bro. That is what I would call his character. He's the comedic relief of this movie. There's one scene where he pees on a tree that is just the funniest thing in this movie. I've really been a fan of his since where the Millers, he was in The Revenant, he was in a movie with Brad Pitt called War Machine. I mean, this guy is a big time actor. I'm a real fan of Will Poulter and his character is really, really funny in this movie. I also think that the Will Poulter character is ultimately who Christian is. He is just hiding that from Danny the entire time of this movie. Like, that's why he is probably best friends with the Will Poulter character. The Will Poulter character is just more honest about who he is. Yes, he's a despicable bro, but he is showing what he is to everyone who will see it. Christian is trying to hide to be a sensitive, caring boyfriend. I think he's exactly like the Will Poulter character. He's just hiding who he is. I think this movie is the most visually spectacular movie of 2019. Like, I've never seen a movie that's more enjoyable to watch just because you're like, I want to be there. It's like when I watch Call Me By Your Name and you wanted to go to Italy and experience that. Like, you wanted to go to Sweden. Even though they're going through something horrific, you're like, wow, it must be really great to be in Sweden right now. Like, it made Sweden look beautiful. And they didn't even film in Sweden, but they just made the place that they were feel beautiful, I guess, is a weird way of saying it. I think this film had a horrific twisted ending that is forgettable. I mean, that's exactly what I want from a horror movie. I think this is what most modern day horror films should be. Yes, we all like those movies where there's a monster and there's some kids running, but this movie is about something. The same way that Get Out is about something. The same way that Us is about something. The same way that all these good horror movies that are coming out are about things. A Quiet Place is about family. Midsommar 
ASMR is about a breakup and how people deal with that and how they deal with tragedy. And it has a character in Danny that is worth watching. I mean, so many horror movies are just about the monster. This is about the person and what she's dealing with. There's no magic. There's no alien creature chasing her. It's just about life experience. It's relatable. It's also kind of scary. Like, you're terrified of what's going on, but you can't look away because it's so entertaining. I mean, it's not... It's sort of funny in ways. It is funny. It has a mixture of comedy mixed in with horror. I think that's where the horror film should be going. And that's where they are going. And that's why it's an interesting genre moving forward. Because these people like Ari Aster, Jordan Peele, John Krasinski, they're making horror films about something. Horror films need to be about things that can no longer be about the monster in the closet. They need to be about real life experiences. I mean, this movie is one of the best performances of the year from Florence Pugh. Jack Reiner is really good in it. Will Poulter is really good in it. Ari Aster is an up-and-coming filmmaker. Like, what more are you looking for? It adds something to the horror genre. And if you're not usually a fan of the horror genre, I think you would enjoy this movie. Because, again, it's about a breakup. Yes, it's extreme. It's violent at times. It's horrific. But it is definitely worth watching. And I definitely recommend Midsommar. Because it is definitely not like most horror movies. I mean, most of Midsommar takes place during the day. It does not have those usual elements of a horror movie. I'm not even sure of the genre I would specify it as this horror, but it is horrific and unforgettable. I think you should definitely check out Midsommar. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie Tolkien, starring Nicholas Holt and Lily Collins. It is the biopic about the famous author J.R. Tolkien. Here's a quick synopsis. John Ronald Tolkien, better known as J.R. Tolkien, overcomes being an orphan, poverty, and war to become one of the greatest authors of all time. This is one of those movies that I had heard wasn't very good. The Rotten Tomato score is somewhere in the 50s. I was like, usually I go buy that, but then... I had to check out this movie. It had two of my favorite performers working today, Nicholas Holt and Lily Collins. And boy, did they both bring it. And I really enjoyed this movie way more than I thought I would. First off, Nicholas Holt is so good in this movie as Tolkien. I mean, I've been a fan of this guy forever since X-Men First Class sends about a boy. I mean, this guy just brings it. Mad Max Fury Road, the favorite. One of the things that they miss with the favorite in its Oscar chances was Nicholas Holt should have been nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for in The Favorite. He was so good in that movie. He was the comedic relief. His... His scenes with Emma Stone in The Favorite are great, but I'm here to talk about Tolkien, and I think he really brings it as a real-life person. And Lily Collins was great in this movie also. I mean, she really brought it in 2019. The movie about Ted Bundy with Zac Efron, the movie about Tolkien with Nicholas Holt. I mean, she's making interesting choices. I think she's one of the most underrated actresses. I think Nicholas Holt is one of the more underrated actors, and I think they have insane chemistry. Their scenes together in this movie are so watchable. They are so memorable. I wanted more of it. You can definitely see how that relationship inspired his writing, which is what I loved about this movie the most, is the use of real-life events influencing imagination. I find that fascinating that Tolkien took his real-life experiences and made that The Hobbit, and he made that The Lord of the Rings. Some of the most beloved fiction of all time 
was created by this man's real life stories. Sometimes don't you can find a movie about a writer to be boring because it's just going to be a guy in a room with a typewriter. This was this guy experiencing life and then turning it into fiction. And you could see the real life inspiration for the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Another thing I absolutely loved about this movie is the friendship between Tolkien and his classmates. To me, it felt like dead poet society, like a group of boys who want to be creative and their parents don't understand, but yet their friends are there for them. In Dead Poet Society, it's all about those boys becoming poets, becoming inspired by poetry. In this movie, Tolkien's an author, another boy's a poet, another boy's a musician. I mean, they are inspiring each other, and Tolkien is getting inspired enough that it makes a huge impact on his life. Enough of an impact that he basically put them in his book, Lord of the Rings. He made them his friends, the fellowship. I mean, how fiction is inspired by real life is something we really don't get to see that much of a glimpse of in movies, in my opinion, at all. And none of them turned out to be as successful as Tolkien. And some of them died before he even became famous. But they played a huge part in him becoming the most famous fictional author of all time. I mean, you can't debate the impact that they had on him. They might not be the best musicians or the best poet, but they helped influence the greatest of author of all time. I mean, their group was a success. They helped form him to become J.R. Tolkien, the writer of The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. And Tolkien was in desperate need of a family because, as I said, him and his brother were orphans. He needed a family, and he found one in his friends. Also, Tolkien goes off to World War One, and that helped influence what Mordor became. Again, real... Real life events influencing the biggest, most popular movie franchise slash book franchise ever is so endlessly fast. I just don't get people who weren't interested in this movie. I am endlessly fascinated because I never knew this much about Tolkien. Like, there's so many people I admire, like Walt Disney or Tolkien. You just don't know their origins. There's never been quite a movie that told you the origins of these minds. This is a glimpse into the mind of Tolkien, what he went through to be become Tolkien. Yes, the parts about him be forming his own language can be kind of boring in this movie. The other parts about his religious aspects are kind of boring, but the scenes with his friends and the scenes with the Lily Collins character, that that's just so interesting how influential other people were in him becoming, again, the most famous author of all time. Or how the person who saved him during the war basically became this character of Sam in Lord of the Rings. Those are the kind of things that I'm interested in. That's the kind of thing that I hope gets you to watch this movie because I definitely think it's one of the most overlooked movies of 2019. I think some people can view it as a boring biopic because it goes through three periods of Tolkien's life. His childhood, his teenagerhood in college, and his time at war. But I think this movie showed those things for a reason because it showed how all of those events led to The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. All three of those parts of his life show things that helped inspire The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. I mean, that's worth seeing. They had a reason to be like that. This 
movie has a reason for existing, and I find it endlessly entertaining. Another thing I really enjoyed in this movie was Tolkien's love-hate relationship with writing. I mean, most people think that Tolkien probably just wanted to write all the time, but it was so personal to him that at the point where he lost his friends, he wasn't really writing. And then there's a scene where Lily Collins' character says to him, you're going to have to either pick writing or give it up altogether because we can't take it anymore because we can see how hurt you are by it. It's emotional for him to write. He has to either be all in or all out on writing because he's that good of a writer where it hurts them to see him not invested in it. He thinks he's just going to become a teacher, but they all want him to be a writer. I mean, I think that's a relatable thing. We all think musicians, all they want to do is write and play music. Writers, they all want to write and write and write. Actors, all they want to do is act and act and act. But it's so personal for them at times that they actually have a love-hate relationship with the thing that they are so brilliant at. Tolkien was a brilliant writer, but I think it took a lot out of him emotionally because he was putting so much of his real life into it. And and at that point, he had lost his friends. I mean, there's a scene where he tried to convince the mother of one of his dead friends to publish his poetry. I mean, Tolkien was invested in his friendship just as much as he was invested in the success of himself. I think Tolkien and this movie shows is somebody who needed to be near people that inspired him. I mean, there's a scene where he has to basically break up with Edith until he graduates. That's the woman played by Lily Collins. I just think, like, that thing, that separation, like, he lo- kind of loses his inspiration for writing after he breaks up with Lily Collins because he he can't be with her because his guardian won't let him until he graduates. I mean, that's the type of thing. He needs to be around his friends. He needs to be around either to be an influential and to enjoy writing. It's not as easy as being alone writing. He needs to be influenced by real life. I think creative people need to be influenced by real life to be creative. And I think this was a great use of showing that, of showing what it's really like to be a writer. Even in modern times, I I think it's still relatable. Like this wasn't a period drama that's so boring and dull. I think there's real life aspects that can still be used today. I think it still could be influential. I think if you go into this movie thinking it's going to be all about how he created Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, then I think you're going to be disappointed a little bit. Yes, there are flashes and there are symbols of what how he comes up with the, the Fellowship, how he comes up with Sam, how he comes up with Mordor, but I think what it's really about is his writing experience. I think it's about how his imagination is inspired by real life events. It's not about CGI, it's not Lord of the Rings, it's not The Hobbit, but it's also not the boring biopic that I think most movie critics are making it out to be. I think it's a movie about what it's like to be a writer. This movie shows how his entire life, Tolkien's entire life, is influenced in Lord of the Rings. His religious beliefs, his marriage, his friendship friendships, his time in school, his time at war, his entire life is on display in The Lord of the Rings, but it's still entirely fictional. But yet, in a strange way, it's the most thing that is him. Like, that book is him. I also think there are scenes in this movie where his friends are hard on him because Tolkien won't admit to himself
himself how smart a writer he is. Like, he is the most brilliant of them all. He just won't admit. His friends want the very best for him. They're hard on him for that reason, I think. I just think this movie shows that maybe a genius doesn't do it on his own. He needs a group of others, his wife, his friends, his children, to do it. And Tolkien allowed those people to influence him so that we actually do revere him as a genius. But he wasn't a genius on his own. I just think this movie is so worth watching. Holt is great in it. Lily Collins is great in it. Tolkien, definitely worth watching the watch. If for nothing else to see how one of the greatest writers of all time came up with The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, which is still is as relevant today as it was back then. I mean, even that should be enough to get your interest, but I think it's so much more than that. Tolkien is not your ordinary everyday biopic. It is about a writer who is influenced by reality to create the greatest fictional tale maybe in the history of the world. Think about that. The history of the world. The man invented Lord of the Rings, yet he put himself into the story. I mean, what more can I say? A movie that I think has friendships like the Dead Poet Society, a movie that has great performances by Nicholas Holt and Lily Collins, there's not much more than that. You should definitely check out Tolkien. I definitely recommend it. I didn't know anything about Tolkien, and yet I want to know a whole lot more, and that's the best thing I can say about this movie. This makes me want to learn up a lot more about Tolkien, and maybe reread The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week, I put the spotlight on the movies Midsommar and Tolkien. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on actor James Amy Foxx in the movie Little Woman starring Sir Ronan. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm.